This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Thanks for being with us, ladies and gentlemen. It's Kelly and Company, Ramia Muth and Kelly McDonald, hosts of the show. And we always appreciate you being with us whenever you have time, wherever you're listening in around the world. Always wonderful to have you on board. And Rum, I mean, we get out there. The show gets around. People mm-hmm. uh, listen in from all around the world, and we always love uh, hearing from them. As a matter of fact, one of our contributors is out in the UK, and we always enjoy our conversations when she joins us, brings some interesting topics. And I think this one kind of includes the whole, well, the Commonwealth. I'll say that. Let's bring on Fern Lullum. What's on your mind? I'm Fern Lullum from the UK, and whether serious, silly, or somewhere in between, I've got you covered. Let's face it, the most effective therapy is a chat with your bestie. So between the 28th of July and the 8th of August, the Commonwealth Games, Fern, were held, and uh, this is something else, and a lot of talk. Yes, indeed, Kelly, a lot of talk. This has been a major event here in the UK with lots of media coverage. And although I'm not a massive sports fan, I'm not really a sports fan at all. I wanted, that's more you, Kelly. I wanted to talk about the event today because I do think that it has sent out some important messages about inclusion, which I am a big fan of. You bet. And, you know, it's one of those conversations that, Things have changed in the years with the Commonwealth Games, and one of the things that I really think is wonderful when you talk about inclusion uh, is these games. So tell us a little bit more, as we love to hear about inclusion on the show. Yeah, well, unlike many other major sporting events like the Olympics, the Power Sport program is fully integrated with the rest of the game. So that means that the power athletes are part of the same team as the rest of the athletes and any medals that they win count towards their nation's total. Now, as you can imagine, I really like this because I think it just helps to normalize disability. We're all in it together. Yeah. Uh, of course, that's how it should be for all programming anywhere, sports and otherwise. But is this the first time you've seen this kind of integration at the Commonwealth Games? No, the first time that the events for disabled athletes were included was in 1994. Um, right. And they they were the games in Canada, funnily enough, close to home High for five. you. So absolutely. (laughs) However, back then they were on the program as an exhibition sport. So it wasn't until the the 2002 games in Manchester, UK, that the para-athletes were fully integrated into their national team. So a bit of Canada and a bit of UK moving that needle along. All right. Fedora's off. Definitely uh, to both to both locations. As we see these athletes get involved, I have to say we're seeing this inclusion growing at the Commonwealth Games uh, as, as things look like right now. Yeah, the games that we've just held in Birmingham included more parasport than ever before. And I think it's also important to say that slightly more medals were offered also to women than to men, which also is another encouraging sign of inclusion, of course. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Do you see women's sport getting a higher profile in the UK? 
100%. It absolutely is at the moment. So the England women's soccer team have just become the European champions. And this has given women's sport nice. over here a massive boost. Very exciting for young girls going into sport these days. And mm-hmm. um, there are signs that women are taking up sport and that they might have where they might have felt excluded from even 30 years ago. They now feel that they can give it a go. Well, there's going to be a lot of women around the world. And in the UK, of course, they're being such a leader in this and hearing that kind of great stuff. So lots of positive developments on that front. But do you think the Olympic Games will follow this example put out by the Commonwealth Games of of integration? Well, I'm not aware of any plans for that to happen at the moment. Okay, and why do you think that might be? Well... I think there could be lots of reasons, but perhaps one of the biggest one is that integrating para events will um, undoubtedly with the existing program means that not everything can be fitted in just literally time wise. It just it just won't all work. Um, Mm -hmm. So that doesn't arise if the Olympics and Paralympics are kept as separate events. Everyone can still compete, although they will be separate events, as it were. Yeah. And I think. We'll start seeing that, well, hearing the discussion of is it better to each have them on their own stage because how many people in even the para world even knew para sports were included in these Commonwealth Games unless you were participating, knew somebody that was in there. Did it get the same profile, the same buzz that you get with the Paralympics on the heels of, of uh, uh, you know, the Olympics themselves? So mm-hmm. I guess opinions differ on the best way forward, Fern. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely opinions on both sides. And I've certainly heard some people say that things should stay as they are because, you know, the Paralympics provide such a great platform to showcase disabled talent. And they might think integration would actually dim that spotlight on disability because there isn't something that's fully shining a light just on disability. And I'm curious about your opinion uh, and feeling on that, because I feel like I disagree a little bit just based on what integration and inclusion means to me. Uh, But how about you? Yeah, I think we're on the same page there, Ramya. I think it is a difficult question. But for me, normalizing disability is the ultimate goal. And I think that's best done by integration, as exactly as you say. Um, However, I do admit that I might feel differently if I was a para-athlete whose event had to be dropped from the Games because it couldn't be fitted into the program. You know, that would be nothing, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. And because to me, like very much so, it should be integrated. Do I like the way that the Paralympics are right now? Yeah. Do I think something like the Commonwealth could be that leader in, in integration and others should be. Yeah, if you can work it so nothing nothing is dropped because we definitely shouldn't have to worry. It should be part of even the Olympics, if they're a little longer and whatever, because you're using up the same time. It's that mindset. And, of course, at times we aren't going to know. You know, this year I missed out on really realizing that that was included. And how many years, Fern? It's been years that it's been included. So bad on me for not knowing, but taking more notice because the Paralympics have more of a, a stage right now. And, and But we always say the same thing. It would be nice if they were included. So mm-hmm. uh, in talking of para-athletes, who have been some of the standout uh, competitors in the Commonwealth Games? Well, I think Scotland's Rosemary Lenton definitely deserves a mention. She won a gold medal at the tender age, wait for it, 72. Yes. (laughs) All right. That's amazing. What was the event? 
So there's still hope for you, Kelly. You can still do it. Um, <laughs> oh, at least, until, at least until this birth, next birthday. Do you hear um, the dramatic pause? I did. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to get that in. Um, it was the women's pairs of parables. Rosemary and her partner, Pauline Wilson, were the proud winners. Nice. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> <Kind of pop. laughs> Kelly's what? still recovering from my, <laughs> from my slight there. <laughs> Quite a slight, right? All right. Um, so what, that event, what, what, is the, what is it, the parables? Well, it is, you know, so it's, it's bowls, bowls. Um, as in, you know, you're playing bowling. bowls, um, but it's, you're doing it with a, a partner, with a pair. So, um, so yes, oh, so she did it with her, her partner and, yeah, they won the medal. Okay, cool. Well, it just goes to show that it's never too late to become a champion, though, at her age and what she's doing in the medal. That's awesome. Yeah, Rosemary, she is a completely remarkable person and she was formerly a competitive sailor and cyclist and has now gone on charity rides to China and Russia along wow. with her bowls experience. That's amazing. Uh, t- tell us how she really came to be involved in parables. Well, several years ago, she went into hospital for what should have been a routine operation. And unfortunately, she got an injection, which led to nine more operations. Eventually, she had to give up work and she's now in a wheelchair. um, And she took up bowls to mix with people again, because she says, you can't wait for the world to come to you. You know, you can't do that. You got to get out there. Yeah, 100%. And this is so fun. Uh, She sounds like such a character. Yeah, I think that we can all learn a lot from her story. And first, it shows that disability can happen to anyone at any time. You know, we can't get complacent. You never know when it's going to happen. But it also shows that if it does happen, it means that you can still carry on. You know, it it doesn't have to mean the end of your hopes and dreams and they can still be achieved. You can still throw that bowl down and hit the, the, you know, it's kind of like bowling, right? But yeah, it's great. Man, that mm-hmm. is really great. And like you said, the inspiring 72 doesn't matter. You know, it, 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 as we talk about the showcasing of so many women and men out there in it, Rosemary is a great example. So how have the Commonwealth Games gone down with the people of Birmingham? Has it been actually good for the city? Yeah, I I definitely think it has been good. Around 1.3 million tickets have been sold. So it will be the most attended Commonwealth Games ever held in the UK. And with around one and a half billion people around the world watching on TV, Birmingham will certainly get noticed. Nice. Shout out. (laughs) I I have a friend who's um, actually have a couple people who had competed in the Commonwealth Games with uh, on the para side. And they said it is the best fan base they've had thus far in their uh, para careers. So that's really awesome. Mm. And with the work involved in hosting the games, it must be good for the local economy as well as, as you say, the attention. Yeah, it's generated thousands of new jobs with over 70,000, uh, sorry, 70 countries competing in the games. It's a really big chance to showcase the rich culture of Birmingham. Everyone is watching. Wow. Nice. So it sounds like as if Birmingham has made its mark on the games or vice yeah. versa. Absolutely. Indeed, they have both made a mark on each other. And part of that legacy will remain with the city. Um, And the the best part, perhaps my favorite part, is that they now have a giant mechanical bull as a result. (laughs) Is there a story behind that? 
<laughs> there absolutely is, of course. Well, so the bull ring is a famous area of Birmingham, which is said to stem from the Middle Ages, where bulls were held there before being sent, sent to be slaughtered. And the association between bulls and Birmingham remains to this day. Wow. Okay. Mm. How do we get from that to a mechanical bull? Well, a mechanical bull was made as part of the opening ceremony for the Games as a symbol of Birmingham. And it's a massive model whose head moves and steam comes out of its nostrils. I'm not going to make any co- I could make a comment there, but I'm not going to. Uh, it doesn't remind me of anyone I know. Everyone, everyone absolutely loves it. And there was an outcry when people heard that there were plans to scrap it after the Games, as there would be. Oh, Okay, I hope I not. Has it been saved? It has. It's been saved. Lots of media coverage and a petition of around 10,000 signatures did the trick. And it seems like the idea of scrapping it was like a red rag to a bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Sounds like a lot of people had a beef about it. <clears throat> yeah. Time, <out. laughs> Time to move on, I think. Bernie, thank you. Absolutely wonderful. Any final quick remarks on it? Just thinking you're milking it now, Kenny. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to tie a, 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 a bow on it. Run for the Yeah. Roses. Oh, God. Ah. Okay. That's enough of the bull puns. It's too much. Jeez. Oh, I don't know. That's kind of bull to me. <laughs> no, keep um, going. <laughs> no, basically, we can't think of any more, Ramya. That's yeah, it. It's, 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 t- it's almost time to hoof out of here. Um, oh, well done. Yeah, well. But Fern, when you, you get look, medal in that. Okay, see that one finished it off. But for when you look at the, the as Rum said a moment ago about people who seem to really like these games to participate or the fans to go to it, it's it's I I have to wonder the feel must be so different than Olympics and Paralympics. There's just so mm-hmm. much to those that I have a feeling these are a more get closer to event. Mm, yeah, I think so. I think. You know, it's one of those things where we are integrating and and like we say, I think the most important thing about that is that it shows that, you know, disabled people aren't a a, a category of their own. We are just Mm -hmm. people just like everyone else. And why shouldn't our points count towards the nation's total? You know, we're bringing it home. We're we're all part of the the team. And so I just think that's a really positive thing. I I just I think we need more of that if if at all possible. Anxious. Go ahead, Ron. Mm-hmm. And we know that there's enough work that goes into all of it anyway, so it should count just as much. You, you bet. And For I'm sure. anxious to see what happens as we move on with do they run games like this together, Para, and uh, the regular games, if you want to call them regular. I'm not using the right terminology. Anyway, Fern, see you later. Yeah, have a good show, guys. Fern Lollum joins us every other Thursday for UK Disability Highlights. Coming up next, Montreal community reporter Mathieu Rochette joins us, and he's going to be telling us all about Judo Chaikin. Stand by. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.